Hello again, everybody. Greetings and salutations. And, oh, I had another one, but never mind. <laughs> We're back. We are back. For another episode of Breaking That Backlog. Movie light with Mike and Mike. Movie light. Movie light. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a special light for movies that we patented. Just kidding. It's a podcast. Yes, this is a podcast. That was all a lie. <laughs> we deceived you. <laughs> Deception. So, <laughs> yeah, so in our wonderful podcast here, uh, Maya and I, I'm Mike, by the way, if you haven't I'm Maya. intuited. Hi. Yes. So we like to watch movies that one of us has seen and the other hasn't, mm-hmm. and then record our experiences Oh, because it's a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a hoot and a half. <laughs> I feel like every couple goes through this like moment where it's like, oh, this movie's really great. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, yeah. And then you go, what? And then the other person goes, yeah, because I was too busy watching this movie. And then the other person goes, what? <laughs> over and over. And then one of you dies. Oh, Michael. <laughs> what? It's just what happens. It's just what happens oh, over my. and over. That took a turn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, we just decided to... Uh, to record our experiences for the comedy value. <laughs> and the memories. And the memories One as day well. when we're really old, we'll listen back to this and we'll be like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> we really need to learn how to edit. We no, need to learn. That's one thing we're decent at, I think. It's other things. Right. I don't know what those things are, but we'll figure that out when we're 80. Exactly. <laughs> not not a moment before then. Just we'll 80, we'll have a whole list. We'll be like, oh. So, Maybe it's the fact that we like to go on tangents, and it's been about almost two minutes, yes, and we haven't actually We digress. Done. Or digest. <laughs> digress. As my mom says. So, Michael, what movie have you not seen? I have not seen <laughs> The Life of Brian, that the, classic Monty Python staple. I think it's Life of Brian. Isn't that what I said? No, you said The Life of Brian. Oh. I mean, it might be. Uh, yes, the movie. Also, I like, just noticed The that, Terminator. I mean, this makes sense, but <laughs> The Terminator. The How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> The Brave. Oh, no, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about Brave. Or The Brave. <laughs> um, Pressing F to pay respect. <laughs> One day we'll explain the lost episode. Um, I just noticed that you pronounce the title of the comedy thing the American way, which totally makes sense. We have to understand that I grew up only hearing it the British way, so I'd never really heard it until someone said Monty Python, and I was like, what is that? How, how do you pronounce it? I want to hear it again. Monty Python. But python. that's literally, I don't say Python. Like, when I'm talking about the snake, I say Python. But my dear mother says Monty Python, and that's the only thing I'd ever, only person I'd ever hear say it. So I grew up saying Monty Python. I love that. That's like when I was younger, that show Dexter's Laboratory. Uh-huh. I would always pronounce laboratory, laboratory. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because that's where I heard the word. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes. So, Monty Python, Monty Python, Life of Brian, or The Life of Brian. What do you know about this film, Michael? I know that a very famous song came from it about always think on the bright side of life. Okay. I can't whistle that well. (laughs) (laughs) We have to recruit a whistler for our interlude, so look forward to that. Um, Yes, that is true. Now, I have to tell you, I've only seen this movie once. It was semi-recent, like two years ago, but like I'm not an expert by any means. I am probably quite an expert on the Holy Grail, but I think you are too. Um, <laughs> so this will be exciting for me as well. Yes. 
I like that. Excellent. Anything else you want to mention before we go to our picture prompts? Well, um, I grew up on the Holy Grail. Mm -hmm. That is peak comedy to me. (laughs) It is. Goodness. I think it's really funny. I'm not the person who made this um, observation. I think it was um, a webcomic, XKCD, that... Shout out to them. Right. I don't even know if they're still going. But anyway, um, it was the fact that Monty Python was known for their surrealist humor, and nerds just quote the thing by rote to the ground, and it's one of life's great ironies. I think I'm using the word irony right. Am I using the word irony? Probably. Okay. Sounds great. good to me. <laughs> Can't confirm. <laughs> our our resident phylogist, our word nerd. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, Maya was a linguistics major in uh, in undergrad. Yes, I have a degree in linguistics, so I'm semi a linguist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's really cool that you like grew up on it. I have to say, I did not grow up on Monty Python. Um, I was told about it since I was a small thing, but my brother got really into it with my mom, but I was always like too cool for it. I was like, that sounds stupid. I don't want to watch it. Same thing happened with Lord of the Rings. And then one day I accidentally oh, no. was in the room watching, like while they were watching something, and I was like, okay, this is funny. <laughs> so I didn't watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail until I think I was probably like 18. Wow. It was pretty recent, but I like was really into it. Um, it's so quotable. It's so, so quotable. quotable. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Coconuts grow in the tropics. This is a temperate zone. <laughs> so, should we look at some images to see if we can spark some conversation? Absolutely. Okay. So, so, this is the next part of our program for those <laughs> who are tuning in for the first time. Because there's apparently a couple of y'all there. And that's really exciting oh, to us. Yes. Yeah, hello. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. Eventually it'll start, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so the next part is uh, we prepare a couple pictures for the other person to see, the person who yes. hasn't seen the movie, and they kind of try to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I am about to activate picture number one. Mm-hmm. All right. So what I am looking at right now, <laughs> this is a bunch of people uh, with... Very, very fake beards <laughs> with stones. It looks like they're going to go for a good old-fashioned stoning. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's that's great. Oh, there's a woman in the uh, left-hand corner with a ex- extra fake beard. That's interesting. Watch that not hmm. be a woman. Uh, interesting. <laughs> Insulting her already. <laughs> oh, good. Or him. I should them. Say. Them, yes. The Shakespearean they. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is yeah. interesting. I mean, you pretty much picked up on everything I was hoping you would, so this is very thrilling. But you're not familiar with this scene, which is great news for me. I'm not, but the gentleman in the red beard, I have seen him many times in the old Holy Grail, but the specifics are eluding me. I believe that's John Cleese. Yeah. Nearly Headless Nick, you know that, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I knew that mo- good, I knew that good. part. Don't, don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly one of the biggest reasons I was willing to watch Monty Python for the first time was because I heard John Cleese was in it. <laughs> the easiest way to get Maya to watch something is to associate it with Harry Potter somehow. Yes. I am all there then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I got her to watch one of the um, most defining shows from my childhood, Code Lyoko, <laughs> for multiple episodes by... Uh, Pointing out that it's in a boarding school. I love boarding school things. One of my, like, it's not a guilty pleasure because I tell people about it, but, like, I could watch British boarding school documentaries all day, every day. And I have. 
There's so many. If just search YouTube for them, there's so many. It's amazing. And they're very good. You heard it here, folks. First, people. <laughs> you heard it here, folks, people. Uh, right so, on. Yes. So, yes. Next, next image. Picture numero two. Prepare yourself. Well, <laughs> I. That man is naked. Yes, but there's something else about him. I mean, yes, he's covered by a very long beard. Modest. Very modest, yep. And it's uh, a gender-swapped Lady Godiva going on here. Love that. <laughs> Love that. In the uh, back there, the gentleman with the triangular bushy hair is kind of scaring me even more than the person <laughs> in the foreground. Um, interesting. Was this shot on location? <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll find out for the trivia. We'll have to. So that's what's happening there. Um, yeah. Yep. I don't really know what else is. Everyone's kind of looking on with a look of bemusement, mm -hmm. bafflement, and vague concern. Except for the guy in the very back who's just <laughs> smiling. Yes, it and is a little concerning. The scariest thing of all. <laughs> all, all right, right, last image. Last one, one more time. Oh. Oh. This is a crucifixion. <laughs> yes. This is uh, not 100% accurate. Correct. Thank God. <laughs> yes. I, I don't. Uh, crucifixion is a horrible, horrible process. I don't want to go into the full details, mm -hmm. but a lot of the images you see of like Jesus like hung on the cross where the nails are going through like his palms, no, that's not what happened. That's 100% not what happened. They went through like the space between the bones and your forearm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's already more than I really feel like I should say <laughs> on a show that's rated in a nebulous PG. Yes. Well, this is this is much less gory. No blood to be seen. Yes, I should point that out. And do you see something else? Yes, they're singing. <laughs> they're fairly they, cheerful here. Yep. How delightfully British. <laughs> it inc incongruous? Or incongruous. Oh, I God. I don't know where the stress is there. I know what G word you're talking about. Or, yeah, Incon Incongruous. I don't know. How to I don't know. Write, write us. Let us know what which the pronunciation is. Write us in. Thank you so much for those who have. <laughs> anyway, so those are the three that we see. Mm-hmm. That's how it be. Yeah, and on that note, we are ready to watch it. Hopefully, it's still on Netflix. This oh. is always a thing we never really check beforehand. We do sometimes. We we do. I you know I will refute that. I feel like oh, we okay. we check it, but we just check it like two months in advance, and then and we're then shocked we, and dismayed yes. when things happen. So far, we've we've watched each one. We've been able to find it. Yeah, that's so true. We're gonna go do that now, and we'll be back after this musical break. Look on the bright side of life. Always look on the light side of life. And we are back. Back again. After that whirlwind of a film. Definitely something. <laughs> a little different than what we usually do. Uh, right. Michael thought it was PG. Honestly, I, I didn't realize that it was straight up R. Like, that that's definitely like a hard R. Oh, I don't like how I said it that way. <laughs> it was definitely the hard R. But, um, oh God, I said it again. 
Yeah, I mean there there were some clever bits overall. I oh, I yeah. liked the um I liked a lot of it. Like the beginning was kind of funny with the uh, with the wise men. Mhm. Oh, I love that intro. That's so funny. And you're like a little confused at first and then they like re- they take the gifts back, the frankincense myrrh and gold and they they go to the actual Jesus. Like, right. Oh, we got the wrong spot, which is so funny cuz like that very well could have happened if you really I, think about it. I could I could foresee that They're being human. A thing, yeah. <laughs> the star isn't exactly like a specific location. Also, realistically speaking, that wasn't the star and the the manger. Those didn't happen at the same time. Of course, there was the birth in the manger, but then I think it was like well, like a couple of years later that the wise men came. Oh yeah, that's right. Jesus was like a toddler at that point. Exactly. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so it, there's a whole bunch of reasons that you know that didn't happen, but you know. <laughs> but it made for a good comedy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I walked in and I was expecting Monty Python on the Holy Grail. And I definitely saw a lot of stuff that you see in the Holy Grail, you yeah. know, like the really ridiculous, shrill, fake woman accent, yep. stuff like that. Like like little little bits and pieces that they did once in the movie, and it was funny, but they did it throughout the entire film. Yeah. And it kind of lost a little of the luster, I think, <laughs> when it's, yeah, the, the mom, Brian's mom is doing the exact same voice again. <laughs> Oh boy. I love that. I think it's great. One of my favorite scenes that I'd forgotten about was the the part where Brian's like trying to escape the Romans and he's so he buys like a fake beard that the women usually used to go to the stonings because the women aren't allowed at the stonings. And he's just like, here, take the twenty shillings or whatever. And then the the guy played by John Cleese is like, But we're supposed to haggle. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was really funny. He just wanted to prove to everyone that he was a good shopkeeper and he was, you know, <laughs> trying to save money and stuff. <laughs> that part was very funny. That was really good. Yeah, there were some really good bits in there that reminded me of, like, Holy Grail and, like, classic Flying Circus stuff. That was one of them. <laughs> yeah, and the whole the whole scene with, like, the space the space aliens and... Oh, my gosh. The tonal shift and all that. That was, that was pretty good. Isn't that a weird part? So I actually found out that... The reason why that is such a weird part, well, one of the reasons, and that one and the very, very beginning with the Magi, um, was those two scenes were directed by a completely different guy. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Definitely feels different than the rest of the film. Yes, it does. It was like a weird interlude where all of a sudden there's a spaceship. You're like, where are we? (laughs) I just kind of was like, yep, this is Monty Python. I'm rolling with it. Uh, Why were were those uh, directed by a different guy? Um, I don't really know. I think I read something like he kind of wanted to direct the original thing. Oh, okay. So it says, this movie was directed solely by Terry Jones to avoid the frictions and conflicts of Holy Grail. So I don't really know what that means. But Terry Gilliam or Gilliam directed the other two scenes. Apparently it's in the commentary. Ah, so okay. So we watch that at some point. Indeed, the commentary. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a, that's a good little bit to know. Yeah. Huh. Um. What on, without looking at my computer screen, Okay. about how many, well, first of all, do you remember how many actors were in this movie? Like, not including the extras. Five. Close, so six. Oh, darn it. Now, how many characters do you think there were played by those six? Thirty. Forty. Oh, darn it. <laughs> You're really close. <laughs> I'm always off by one integer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but isn't that amazing? Yeah, no, that's, you can definitely tell they're very talented. Yes, they've I mean, that's the, what they're used to doing. Right, they've got that experience <laughs> under their belt. Yes. Um, I love those scenes where, like, 
one Jonkles walks off as another Jonkles walks on, like the Romans and then the, the yeah. Jews. That was really funny. That was really funny. I liked that, and I really liked the um, the intro as well, how incongruous it was to the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. It's got like that Bond thriller, you yes. know, Life of Brian <laughs> sort of vibe, and then the, the movie itself is the movie. Right, so. it doesn't really fit. It kind of went more with the space part, the space aliens. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if that director like directed the opening credits. It very well could have. He could have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, one original concept for this movie was to have Brian be the 13th apostle and have him miss important events in Jesus' life, hmm. like the Last Supper. So he'd be like always running late and stuff, which I think is another great idea. Right. I... For this kind of like a reverence, though, I personally don't know if I would have been comfortable watching that movie. It would have, I think it still would have done well, but yeah. I mean, it's very irreverent. You just kind of, like, that's what Monty Python is. Right. Yeah. And like, I was, I was kind of, like, I, I don't think it was like blasphemous, mainly because they didn't actually reference anything in the Bible. No, I feel like. Not really. Just, it was far enough away from it. Exactly. You know, the Sermon on the Mount, but he's like, on the very far end, no one can hear him. Yeah. Like, that That was kind of funny, and I can see that actually have been a thing. Yeah. And then, like, finding out later, like, there's, like, a game of telephone going on between the, you know, the front rows and the back rows. <laughs> Blessed are the cheesemakers. That part was pretty good. That was good. Yeah. So, like, they never actually lampooned Jesus. They never lampooned no. anything along those lines. So that's... That's kind of cool. That's why I was, like, comfortable continuing to watch the film. Right, right. It's not... Yeah, I think what you said, like, it's far enough removed from the actual story of Jesus. Which I think my interpretation of this original concept would be, like, it would follow Brian. Because Brian didn't make it to Jesus' important moments in history, you wouldn't really see Jesus. So it would be more like Brian kind of running late. Um, But, yeah, I'm glad they did it the way they did it. It it was good. (laughs) Yeah, I liked it. I like this concept more. Yeah. So yeah, you weren't uh, you weren't kidding about the nudity. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, there was like one brief like from the rear scene, and Michael's like, "Oh, there's the nudity," and I was like, "You don't even know it's <laughs> coming." Oh yeah, no, just just a lot of male full frontal. Yep, that was done in front of two thousand people. Mm, that's yeah, <laughs> I just. I don't even know how to feel about that. <laughs> like, I just have anxiety f- for him. <laughs> Poor Graham. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So, apparently, John Cleese kind of wanted to play the role of Brian originally, but the other Pythons said, we kind of think that the audience will miss seeing you in all these weird roles, so we want Graham to do it. So, eventually, John was like, yeah, you're right. And he he's happy with his decision. But apparently... um. This was this movie was made in a time where everyone in this group of actors was doing like really well. Um, so Graham, for example, had recovered from alcoholism, and um, he was a doctor actually. Oh. So apparently, like on set after they were done filming, he would like have clinicals and stuff. That's so interesting. It's so cute. <laughs> what a sweetie. <laughs> so he did really well, and that and then this movie did amazing for him. So I thought that was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Good for Graham Chapman. So yeah, that's that's definitely interesting. Um, I'm just trying to think of my favorite part. 
I would have to say it would be the either the haggling <laughs> or the first round of like with Pontius Pilate. <laughs> that was the only time that they had a speech impediment joke that I found funny. <laughs> There's a lot of them, and that's such a common like thing to make fun of. It was there were so many different kinds in this movie. And it, and did you catch that after they had the the man who stuttered and then the man who was deaf? They were they were fooling everyone the whole time. Yeah. So my in my mind, I was like, okay, so they're like so bored with their jobs that they're like, what can we do to mess with people? And that was the thing they chose to do, which of course is very off color, but people do stuff like that, and we don't have to find it okay. But um, and it is uncomfortable to watch a little bit, but that's just kind of how stuff is. Yeah, it it was definitely a different time. Yes. I will I will say, it's. I don't know. Like I always feel really bad when it's like something along those lines and they're being like portrayed as idiots cuz I don't like it when a movie punches down, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like when it's like a like a affluent Roman who's in a position of power and he's got like a silly accent and everyone's laughing because of how ridiculous like the 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 W's and R's are. Well, like, cuz no one likes him. So right. So that was like an easy way to get at him, you know. Yeah, that that's punching up. I'm okay with that. <laughs> or I'm more okay with that. I see what that. you mean. I think that the way the way that they made the two men um in the end they were just goofing around. Um I think that helps a lot for me because it's the character's faults. It's not right. that you know, and I and I noticed this and I mentioned it to Michael Pontius and um the other people that were interacting with the man who was faking a stutter. They were very good with him. They weren't trying to fill in his sentences for him or like tell him to go speak faster. They were just talking to him like he was talking normally. So that was pretty cool. That is very <laughs> progressive for this movie. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> so there you go. Just wait patiently. Did you notice, this is a little bit of a, a turn, but um, a certain name in the credits that may look familiar? Not John Cleese. I did not see it. Maybe a certain, a certain member of a British boy band. George Harrison. I didn't see George Harrison. Okay, so I saw George Harrison, and I was like, that's a common name, right? You know, Christopher Columbus, same thing. No, that is George Harrison of the Beatles. Wow. So apparently he was a massive fan of Monty Python. And he um, heard about this movie, and something was going on. They weren't sure if they were going to be able to make it or not. Um, but he's like, no, you guys will make this. So he set up Handmade Films, which is like the company that did this movie, and helped fund it, um, $3 million. Holy and <laughs> Terry Jones, the director, said that this was the world's most expensive cinema ticket because Harrison did this simply because he wanted to see the movie. <laughs> and he actually had a cameo in the movie. He was in it. Here, I'll show you a picture because I had to look this up. I got I got to see this. There he is. Oh. That's George Harrison. Oh, well, you know, power more power to him. Isn't that crazy? I had no idea that the Beatles and Monty Python were connected so much. It's kind of like It's a very small the island Beach Boys from. and the Manson family. But different. <laughs> They're all from a very small island, so it makes sense that they uh would uh meet once in a while. Well yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> Britain, take that. <laughs> it's, it's great. It is, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's yeah. great. There's another mention of the. Sorry. George Harrison was the executive producer of. Wait a minute. As he should be. 
Executive producer of the movie, I'm pretty sure. So the whole scene with Stan, who wants to become a woman and be called Loretta, which I think is really sweet, <laughs> that whole thing. Um, you never see what happens with that. I wonder what happened to Loretta. Well, they, they kept calling her Loretta. So they did. I they they accepted her for who she is now. I know. It was cute. Um, that is mentioned in the Beatles song, Get Back. The line is, and I remember this, I can't sing it because I don't know the Beatles songs that well, but it's sweet Loretta Martin thought she was a woman, but she was another man. <laughs> so they reference Monty Python in Brilliant. the Beatles song, Get Back. That was fun. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm just, I just want to say, if I was like Beatles rich, I would be doing stuff like this like all the time. Oh, yeah. Just personal, personal projects, you know. <laughs> I just really want to get the band, like this band of people back together. Right. So yeah, I'll just, I'll bankroll your new album. Yeah, no problem. Yes. Just find out what your favorite like movie producers and directors are doing and help fund all the projects so that you can have your own personal best year of film. There, there we go. Well, that does happen still to this day. I know that mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos of Amazon fame really, really liked The Expanse, and it was running into some trouble, or it was on the bubble or something like that. Mm-hmm. He just bought it. He just put it on yeah. the Yeah, I've heard of stuff being done, mostly with TV. Yep. Especially yeah. with all the streaming platforms now. Right. Yeah. Makes it real easy. It does, but I would totally do that, too, if I were <laughs> financially that way. <laughs> what, what project, movie, film anything video game what project would you fund just single-handedly to your vision uh i would like to bring back bunheads because that show ended way too soon yeah that ended pretty abruptly didn't i have an oven i have an in with sutton foster Mm, i saw her in concert once oh (laughs) so sutton if you're listening please call me um we need to talk i know you have no say in bunheads coming back but um (laughs) you and kelly and um, what's that woman's name? Who they can just do like a Zoom Amy call. P- yes, you know? that's that's with how. With me, with me. Yes, <laughs> you you can be like an ex. You you can be like a stand-in or an extra or something like George Harrison. Yes, that'll be me. <laughs> I can go. dance, kinda. Still, maybe I don't know. I'll Perhaps one could consider. Oh, that show is so good. If you haven't watched Bunheads and you're at all interested in like Gilmore Girls, musical theater, or ballet, you should watch it. It's hilarious. I thought it was aggressively mediocre. Oh, you know what, Michael? I don't, so that's why we're going to just it's move on. It's so good. The, there's okay. a scene with a possum, and that scene... Never mind. I've shown Best to, show. I've shown to everyone, like even my dad, and he loved it. He thought it was hilarious. Possums are great. It shows up on her bed in the morning, and she freaks out and calls Aww. her new mother-in-law. He just wanted a friend. I know. It's so funny, though. I'll I have hope, to show it to you I hope all of our listeners know the vital role possums play in our ecosystem north america's only marsupial that single-handedly keeps the tick population down i think it's actually an opossum then but yes we're not having this discussion again <laughs> opossums live we're not in doing america this again, possums live in britain i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it's that it might be the other way around okay <laughs> <laughs> whatever they are we love them both they're great they do a scream they're so cute they are they're kind of scary they're they, like big rats yes but like no, I don't know. I don't. I don't see them as rats. Okay. Let's not. Yeah. I do. <laughs> so to be fair, what I would do if I could personally bankroll a project, I would just bring Star Wars Galaxies back. Oh, I know you would. It's already back. That's true. You play it. 
That's true. It is on a private server that uh, people have lovingly maintained mm-hmm. and done their best to kind of keep to the spirit of. But like what I would do is I'd give it an actual budget so that so like... it can improve things? Yeah. Okay. So like the server would stop like just randomly hiccuping. <laughs> they can move it out of some like shack in Quebec, wherever it is right now. Actually, I think they already did that to their credit. That's good. But it still just randomly cuts out, especially when you're doing fun stuff. Like for the first time in a week, you know, I finally get to log in and that's the exact time that the server decides to hiccup. <laughs> it's been like that for like three weeks now. I'm not upset. So yeah. He is. I can tell in his eyes. But anyway. For those listening at home. <laughs> Don't have video access. Thank goodness. Oh. No, not for you. Just, I don't want to be on film. But you're so photogenic. Mm-mm. I'm not. It's a lie. Maya has, take, she takes the best photos. Or she Some has the best photos. Some podcasts have started doing video as well. Like, quite a few. And I think that that is very brave. Also <laughs> kind of confusing, but very brave. We could do that. No. I've got a decent camera. I don't want to. Plug that into my, I don't no. want to. Okay. It's, I like the podcast um, medium because... I'm not seen. Oh. So I don't have to like wear makeup or like, you know, try and look decent. I, I just understand. Look like blah. To be fair, I also enjoy the medium of an audio podcast because I don't have to worry about what my face is doing. Exactly. So That's I can just say words. Yeah. And hope that they're either funny or insightful. And you know what else? It's way easier to edit. That's can true. you imagine? Good lord, no. So another reason why we're not doing video <laughs> for those wondering. No one is wondering. No one is, no. <laughs> they're all like, yeah, we're happy you're not doing video. Hey. They're, I'm assuming I positive intent. Yes. Yeah, there are actually some people. Actually, no, there was one person. I got to tell the story. Yes, you have a shout out to give. Yeah, I got a shout out. So I went to the promised land, a.k.a. Kidoba. <laughs> Flowing with milk and honey. And queso. Okay. <laughs> Mostly queso. Queso. Milk no and queso. Honey. Ugh. Anyway, so I went to Kidopa. And uh, I saw someone I used to work with back when I was at Kidopa. Um, and he actually asked, like, when the next podcast was out. And it just was really nice to see him again because it's been so long and he's a cool dude. But also, it was really reassuring to know that, like, someone cared enough about the words that were shouting into the other to ask when we're doing more of them. Oh, yeah. I've had people ask me, too. Isn't it great? It is. It's weird, but it's great. Yeah. So thank you, Ziggy. You're a good noodle. Thank you, Ziggy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So, yeah. Um, I think the next part is ratings. Yes. What are you rating out of? I'm going to have to say I'm going to rate this two fake beards out of five. Oof. Our loved, I like the fake beard rating. This is our lowest... <laughs> score yet right like just because i you know tolerate the fact that it's not blasphemy doesn't mean that i enjoyed it overall holy grail is much more enjoyable for me i can relax during that one right because yeah like the the, that weird clench because you're like "Mm, this is kind of wrong but like also i feel like holy grail had some really really funny concepts that were funny because they came up once or twice yep and then in Life of Brian, they just come to... It's more repetitive. Right, yeah. It shows up a lot more. 
like the the fake women and then like from like vaguely flirtatious to like actual nudity just like it's, it's just a little too much in the opposite direction but it makes sense because if this is a passion project mm-hmm. then there's not going to be that level of executive meddling that some people need yeah so that's my thoughts on why i'm not the biggest fan of this film and probably will not watch it again it's all good. Worth, um, a, worth a watch once. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Some movies are worth watching just once. Yes, I agree. I have some of those too. Indeed. For various reasons. <laughs> well, I'm glad you watched it with me. I'm glad that I got to watch it with you as well. <laughs> Excellent. Well, do you have anything else we need to discuss? Uh, yes. So the next podcast that we have, we're going to put our theme song on. I'm just putting are that. Are we? Oh, I didn't yes. know. This is a surprise. Yes. Okay. I did it for shock value. Honestly, I forgot about our theme song because I thought we put it on like ages ago. And then we did we it. Didn't. We did it literally ages ago. We did. I don't even know where it is anymore, we'll but find we'll it. we'll find it. It's going to be there. We're going to actually start season one. This all has been the prologue. This is season point one. Yes. Season zero, I according mean, to the way that Anchor makes me put things on. Anchor's great, by the way. I don't know if the, the commercial that we did for it has come on yet oh yeah we don't know but yeah we'll hope we'll hope it, it is will. genuinely good indeed so yeah well thanks for listening yeah thank you for uh paying attention to we will us be back. indeed we shall this has been breaking the backlog movie night <laughs> with mike and maya adios, adios. Goals.